Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of The Stone Table. Today is the third day of Holy Week, and together we're reflecting on Jesus' confrontation with the Pharisees and the Sadducees at the temple. This is part of a series of devotionals that includes prayer, scripture reading, and a brief commentary to help you reflect on the final week of Jesus' life, and it's meant to accompany the devotional booklet entitled Eight Days, which you can find at baylife.org Easter. Before we begin, let's take a moment to be still before the Lord. Today, we're beginning our time with a reading from Psalm 110. The Lord says to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. The Lord sends forth from Zion your mighty scepter. Rule in the midst of your enemies. Your people will offer themselves freely on the day of your power in holy garments. From the womb of the morning, the dew of your youth will be yours. The Lord has sworn and will not change his mind. You are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. And now a reading from Luke chapter 20, verses 1 through 8 and verses 41 through 44. One day, as Jesus was teaching the people in the temple and preaching the gospel, the chief priests and the scribes with the elders came up and said to him, Tell us by what authority you do these things, or who it was that gave you this authority. He answered them, I also will ask you a question. Now tell me, was the baptism of John from heaven or from man? And they discussed it with one another, saying, If we say from heaven, he will say, Why do you not believe him? But if we say from man, all the people will stone us to death, for they are convinced that John was a prophet. So they answered that they did not know where it came from. And Jesus said to them, Neither I will tell you by what authority I do these things. But he said to them, How can they say that Christ is David's son? For David himself says in the book of Psalms, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand, until I make your enemies your footstool. David thus calls him Lord, so how is he his son? Jesus, we confess that often we have called you Lord, but failed to live as though that were true. Break through our hearts of stone. Teach us obedience. Holy Spirit, Keep us from being those who only honor Christ with our lips. Day by day, we ask you to teach us to set apart Jesus as Lord and walk in the way of obedience. Amen. So once again today, we see Jesus in the temple. Yesterday, he was in the temple confronting the religious leaders, and today we see them confronting him. And it's interesting because the dialogue between Jesus and the Sadducees and the Pharisees, we see Jesus almost always answer their questions with questions. Yeah, that's really common in all of Jesus' public ministry. There's a, a guy named Randy Newman who wrote this book, Questioning Evangelism, and he, he points out that Jesus almost always teaches people by not giving them answers, mm-hmm. but just asking <laughs> the sort of questions that lead to answers. And so... They asked Jesus, what gave you the authority to turn over the tables in the temple? What gives you the authority to stand in the temple right now and teach? And Jesus answers their question with a question. Mm-hmm. Was the baptism of John from heaven or was it from man? And It stumps it, them. It stumps them, yeah. yeah. It, it almost traps them because if they say it's from heaven, then 
everybody knows what John said about Jesus, right? That Jesus was the the Lamb of God who would take away the sins of the world, and that He was the Messiah. And so if they say John's baptism is from heaven, they've answered their own question, right? That that's what gives Jesus the authority to do this. But if they say that it wasn't, well, the crowd is not going to stand for that. Right. The crowd is going to turn on the religious leaders. And so they answer by saying, we don't know. Right. And <laughs> Jesus says, well, if you don't know, then I'm not going to tell you. Right. But later when we skip ahead, we get a little bit more of a definite answer, don't we? Right. Yeah. Jesus kind of indicts the religious leaders through a series of parables. But then he, as we do jump ahead to verses 41 through 44, he quotes from Psalm 110. And in it, David says, the Lord said to my Lord. And, and Jesus says, if David's talking about the, the Messiah here, the Christ, then why does David call the Messiah his Lord? Mm. You all say that the Messiah is the son of David, but David says the Messiah is, is his king. Right. And this sort of stumps them again, because if the Messiah is not just David's son, but David's Lord, mm-hmm. then that means that, that Jesus has this divine authority to command the temple and to tell people what to do in it. And that's why Jesus can do what he does. Right. And this passage in Luke is not the only time that we see Psalm 110 referenced. We see it again in Hebrews. Right. Yeah. In the book of Hebrews, that last line that we read earlier on in this episode, that, mm-hmm. that the Messiah is a high priest forever in the order of Melchizedek is applied to Jesus. And the author of Hebrews takes that and says, see, Jesus is even greater than the priesthood of Aaron. He's mm-hmm. a priest in the order of Melchizedek. And that gets us back to what we talked about on Palm Sunday. Right. That in the Old Testament, there's these three offices, these three divinely appointed offices that God uses to lead the people of Israel. That of the prophet, uh, that of the king, which is what we see in Palm Sunday, mm-hmm. and that of the priest, which is what we see in Jesus cleansing the temple. Right. One, one of the tasks of the priest was to protect the temple, to keep it pure, to keep it holy, to keep it from being defiled. And so Jesus quotes this psalm about the Messiah being a priest in the order of Melchizedek, and in cleansing the temple, this thing that so offended the Pharisees and the Sadducees, Jesus is both exercising his right as Lord, as the divine king of the temple, but he's also exercising his right as the great high priest that we see in the book of Hebrews. Right, and this sort of confronts us with a question that we see Jesus ask Peter, who do you say I am? Yeah, and I think that is the the most important question you can answer as we approach the figure of Jesus. The Pharisees and the Sadducees think that he's misguided and at worst a heretic. Mm -hmm. Many people in our culture think that maybe Jesus is a great teacher, a religious figure, but nothing more. But the testimony of the Gospels, the testimony of Scripture, the testimony of the Christian faith is that he is the Lord and he is our great high priest. Mm. And, and in addition to that question that, that we just posed, that we hear Jesus ask, who, who do you say I am? Now would be such a good time to reflect on what our answer would be. How has our answer to Jesus' question been influenced by culture or anything other than scripture? And really taking a moment to think, what does it mean for Jesus to be our Lord, our high priest, and our one true king? So in light of all that we have heard, may our Lord Jesus Christ, the one who came with grace and truth, also fill your hearts with grace and truth as you serve him in the days ahead. And may the joy of the Lord, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be your strength. Amen.